Welcome to the Mama Theologians podcast. We are an online motherhood ministry on mission to revive spiritual growth in the midst of motherhood. We desire to further equip mothers just like you in theological study, biblical literacy, and spiritual formation. We pray that God will use these offerings for His glory and that He will revive and deepen your growth in Jesus. Today, you're listening to one of our Mama Theologians read their latest essay. This one, along with all of our essays, are also available on our website at mamatheologians.com. If something about this essay inspires you, we'd love to hear your comments and thoughts about it. Connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Mama Theologians. Our daily bread, feeling satisfied in him when we aren't enough. My son cut three molars this week. You heard that right, three. My easygoing child who previously slept 12 uninterrupted hours and ate anything in sight, now wakes up screaming every hour at night and throws his peanut butter sandwich across the kitchen. He's clingy and needy while at the same time cranky and stubborn. At the end of a long day with snot on my shoulder and a kink in my back, I feel tired and frustrated. Then I feel guilty for feeling tired and frustrated when I'm not the one with teeth bursting through my gums. Every night this past week, when my husband and I fall exhausted into our bed, we pray together. Lord, please let him sleep through the night. Yet for the past six nights, God didn't answer as we would have liked. On day six of this teething nightmare, my temper short and my hair greasy, I wonder how I'm going to make it through this sleep regression. I wonder why God would put me here and not give me the relief I desire. I begin to complain. I identify a lot with the Israelites in the desert. God had brought them out of Egyptian slavery and called them to be his chosen people. He led them by a pillar of cloud by day and fire by night, promising to take them to a land of abundance. Their sandals never wore out and they drank water from a rock. Yet how did they respond to his faithful provision and presence? By complaining when the journey was too hard. 45 days in, A month and a half since they had seen God part the Red Sea and destroy their Egyptian pursuers, the Israelites had the audacity to accuse God of trying to starve them. Despite their grumblings, God in his grace and kindness provided them with supernatural nourishment in the form of bread from heaven. Six mornings a week, the people of Israel walked out of their tent to a ground covered in manna, the perfect amount of food they would need for the day. God had a purpose to this provision, though. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I am about to rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. Exodus 16.4 God's plan to provide for his people required them to trust him. Each morning they could only gather what they needed for that day. Anything left over would spoil. On the sixth day they were to gather two days' worth of manna so they could rest on the Sabbath. Moses told the people clearly how the Lord would feed them and how they must obey. Still, the same people who saw a river turn to blood, an entire country turn to darkness, and a generation decimated didn't believe that God would do what he said he would. They didn't believe he would provide enough for them, and their unbelief led to disobedience. 
but they did not listen to Moses. Some left part of the manna till the morning, and it bred worms and stank. Exodus 16.20 Like the Israelites, I sometimes don't believe the Lord has given me enough. Enough sleep, enough hours in the day, enough patience for my toddler tantrums, enough wisdom for the tough questions. I rarely feel like I am enough of a mother. Instead of relying on the Lord to supply my need, I hoard my resources. I withhold grace from my children. I decline a ministry opportunity. I neglect time with my husband. I live with a scarcity mindset, only caring for my needs because I'm worried the Lord won't care for me. And just like the hoarded manna, my attitude ends up stinking. As Christians, we have a greater promise than bread from heaven that physically sustained the Israelites. We have the promise of union with the Son of God who sustains us spiritually. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. John six thirty five. Like he promised to provide for the Israelites in the desert, God promises to supply every need of ours in this life through Christ Jesus. When teaching us how to pray, Jesus invites us to ask our Heavenly Father, Give us this day our daily bread. Matthew six eleven. Jesus commands us not to be anxious about what we will eat and drink and wear because your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Matthew 6:32. Just as an earthly father wouldn't give his son a stone when he needs bread, our heavenly Father gives good things to those who ask him. Matthew 7:11. Yet morning after morning, I awake determined to do things in my own sufficiency. I muster up my own meager strength rather than strengthening myself in his presence. I grumble because God did not provide me with eight hours of sleep, uninterrupted time in the morning, or dishes that magically cleaned themselves overnight. His provision doesn't look like what I wanted or expected. His provision requires my humble submission, and like the Israelites, I complain. This isn't to say that God doesn't provide us with tangible blessings. I've never seen him answer my prayers for phys- I've seen him answer my prayers for physical needs time and again. Nevertheless, his primary answer to our prayers is not more blessings, but more of himself. It's not just a clear answer to a problem, but the wisdom of the Father. It's not just knowledge to ease anxiety, but the comfort of the Holy Spirit. It's not just relief from our trials, but the closeness of our suffering Savior Jesus. That doesn't mean you stop praying for healing, wisdom, or provision. Our good and sovereign Heavenly Father is more than capable of those things. But rather than whining when the answers are delayed or denied, we can rejoice in knowing that He has given us exactly what we need for today. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. We have enough. Enough to serve our family. Enough to love the Lord. Enough to fulfill His callings on our lives. We don't have to hunger for more. Rather than groan about sleepless nights and honorary children, we can thank God for the grace that He has given us today. We can pour out our lives for our families, ministries, communities, trusting that tomorrow when we rise, He will again fill our cups. We don't have to hoard our resources in fear of not being sufficient because God has made us sufficient through His Son. Each morning we wake up to another abundance of His faithful mercy and love. On the days you don't feel enough, Mama, turn your eyes upward and see the provision in His presence. Reach out and taste of His goodness. He never expects you to be enough, because only He is enough.
only he can satisfy your greatest hunger. Prayerful takeaways. One, in what areas of your life are you living with a scarcity mindset? How can you surrender those to God, trusting that he will provide? Two, write out your needs, big and small, in a prayer journal. Daily submit these needs to our Heavenly Father, and then daily reflect on how he met those needs. Practical takeaways. One, while you may not be able to have the extended morning quiet time you desire, what are a few simple, quick rhythms you can build into your morning to help you remind yourself of God's new morning mercies? Two, when you feel anxious, write on the left side of a sheet of paper everything that is weighing heavy on your heart. On the right side, write God's promises found in Scripture. This is a helpful visual reminder that His grace is sufficient over all our weaknesses. Thank you for joining us here. We pray that the Holy Spirit is able to use these words to meet you right where you're at. If this episode resonated, we would be so honored for you to send it to a friend or to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These truly help us to reach more mothers with the love, hope, and spiritual growth that only Jesus can bring. And as always, Mama, in the midst of the busy and hard, yet high and beautiful privilege of motherhood, may you abide in Christ and grow more in love with Him this week.